0: Youth Ministry United is sponsored by G Shades. G Shades is a youth ministry curriculum focused on helping students see every life situation through the lens of the gospel. Now, since the pandemic has hit so many churches so hard financially, G Shades is offering six months of their middle and high school curriculum, absolutely free. It will include full message videos, teaching manuscripts, small group guides, parent guides, Instagram devos, games, graphic slides, and bumper videos. And normally, six months of their premium subscription is $140, but G Shades is offering it to you for free to help you win with your lead pastor while your church begins to recover from the pandemic. So go to gshades.org today. That's g s h a d e s .org to download six months of free youth ministry curriculum and tell a youth worker friend about this awesome gift so their church can get in on it too. G Shades, Seeing Life Through the Lens of the Gospel. Now enjoy today's episode.
1: Welcome to the Youth Ministry United podcast, where our goal is to equip you, encourage you, and
2: empower you to do all that God has called you to do in your youth ministry. So, without further ado... Let's jump into this week's episode.
0: What's up, everyone? Welcome
2: to episode 37 of Youth Ministry United podcast. My name is Taylor from the Deep South, Florida, Cape Coral, Florida.
0: <laughs> I don't think deep, I've deep, ever. Deep, 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 deep
1: South.
2: I don't think I've ever Seven. introd myself from the deep south yet it's always been one of you all saying from the deep south so i figured that
1: shows you it's sticking it is stuck it is yeah it's here to stay it is Um,
2: so we're joined today um, with with some of the crew normally we have a guest on normally we have you know lots of wisdom from another person but we're gonna hang out and have like a little chat with our family today just catching up so we got the pod father
0: himself matt bowman in the in the studio today matt how are you doing yo what's up hey i have uh you know I, this, it's been a long time since i've called myself the tiktok king and listen hold on hold on here's why I'm, <laughs> here's why i bring this up i don't know if i can call myself that anymore because tiktok may be banned in the u.s right oh that's true yeah. you know that whole thing true. so i'm just gonna that's never gonna come up again no so father pod podfather, until the next is. episode <laughs> yeah you know no pod father it is
2: bill gates could save us you know microsoft could could end up buying it and that's like the way out but we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see it's true well it's the only thing saving tiktok is bill gates mm. blake
0: blake's excited about that
1: yes i yes. love me some tiktok TikTok. TikTok. yeah chief Tic-tac. blake how are you
2: say hi to the Dude, people
1: what is up the people and you know here, here's the thing I love what you said. We usually have somebody on to give us some wisdom and things like that. I will tell you, this will probably be the most unwise podcast we've done in a long time. So uh, stay with us. Um, we're going to try our best to uh, enlighten you a little.
2: You know, I, I'm trying to remember. I feel like we haven't done an episode with just us since hmm. the party episode. Yeah, it's Isn't been a right? while. A long it's time. A it's been a while. So this is yeah, going to be something. Um, but we... yeah. We wanted to take time today
0: to, the party episode was uh that was ten right it was- inter- i I don't remember well, be crazy. I think it was the uh, only thing uh, I remember episode, from that episode, episode the only thing I remember from that episode is someone's luggage falling out on the interstate yeah. that was that was right here that
1: was yeah that, was, <laughs> that one was one of your students
0: that was that was
2: on the way to summer camp last yeah. year yeah, yeah. luggage all over
1: all over i75 for the world <laughs> to see <laughs> that's the greatest thing ever Picking up their underwear and fishing pole. Yeah. It's it's so good. Just, I, that's great.
2: And what, what we wouldn't give here's how, here's how times change what we wouldn't give for that story this summer. Well, you know what I mean?
1: Like to be able to experience that. What we wouldn't give to be broken down on the side of the highway for two or three hours (laughs) with 50 students.
2: Yes. I'm I'm serious. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh huh.
2: We would dream for it right now. That's yeah, true. Um,
1: I would do a lot to be able to do
0: that.
2: Oh. Yeah. So the, mm. the last time that we really, you know, we really have had all of us together really talked. This is obviously pre-pandemic, pre-everything that's been going on. So we wanted to take a few minutes today to catch up, to hear how we're doing, and then also to talk a little bit about what we're excited about for the future Of youth ministry because we're gonna we're gonna get to this part in a second but you know the this pandemic has has taught us a lot and has I think brought the church to this interesting and new place and so we're gonna talk a little bit about like what that means for youth ministry and what that looks like but first of all like before anything else um, let's check in how are we doing what's been going on in our ministry like like present day you know for some for most of us I think like We're in that weird, like, extended summer, but school's about to begin. But the school year is weird and different, and like things are just up in the air and kind of, kind of, kind of not as usual as we're used to. So let's all just share a little bit and check in. Uh, Podfather, I'll defer to you. You can, you can give us, give us the scoop. What's going on in your ministry? What's going on in your area of Ohio?
0: The Great Midwest, the Great Springfield, Ohio. Which actually, you know what I? You know what I just found out recently. You know what Springfield is more commonly known as? It's the Champion City. Really? And I'm not sure why. But uh, it has something to do with like farming and water, or something like that. Champions like, of do don't, don't look at me like that. I'm not really champions sure. of the wheat field. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but but it's more more affectionately known as as Champion City. So um, man, I'll tell you, the last six months, I think for all of us have been pretty, pretty rough. Um as far as you know, not not being able to connect like we want to with students. Um you know, Graham, I know he's not on today, but Graham and I are in similar situations where we came up to our our first full time youth ministry ministry gigs here and within a month everything was solely online so man it, it's been it's been a little crazy um our staff got to go on a week week vacation just a couple just last week actually a couple weeks ago uh which was which was nice to kind of refresh recharge i don't know about you guys but um when covid first kind of hit um my mindset was wow this is going to be a good time to kind of step back, relax a little bit, but we have been grinding so hard as a ministry the last six months. So it's been, it's been crazy, but uh, you know, one of the things I'm fascinated by is I think Kerry Newhoff has put this out a couple of times where he's talked about how a lot of ministries kind of adapted to what was going on instead of innovated. We kind of called it innovation, but in reality it was adaptation Mm. Um, and now I think now that we're six months into this or so, um, I think now is a really good time to not just adapt to things going on, but to really innovate because the future of youth ministry, I think is going to look so different. Yeah. Um, it already does look different right now. Um, so man, we've been, we've been putting out stuff online. I think it needs to look, I think looking forward, uh, the the way, the way we're going to do things needs to change a little bit, but, um, it's been challenging. Uh, the zoom fatigue for students. I don't know about you guys, uh, what you guys have experienced, but like just screen fatigue in general, uh, I've just noticed our, our weekly numbers have just kind of sloped, sloped down, you know, um, we, we flattened the curve, right. <laughs> so in ways, in ways <laughs> that we don't want to, I guess, uh, in a non-medical way you flatten right. The in a non-medical way we flatten the curve. Um, but no, no, it, it's been a lot of fun. I'm finding, um, You said with 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 only being up here for a month and then everything going online. I didn't have a whole lot of chance to connect with students. Now that things are opening back up here in Ohio, uh, I've been I've been really focusing on connecting with smaller groups of students uh, where where possible. So, yeah,
2: that's good. And and I always like for some reason, like Matt, I always forget like how quick your move was, and then this happened, and that's like a whole other challenge in and of itself of being in a new like a new, new place, new church, and trying to just get to know people at a time where we're being told to isolate and told to like, like not hang out with others. So that's, I mean, that's like a whole, that's a whole challenge in and of itself. So that's, that's been awesome that this season is at least this most recent season has been a time of just connecting with connecting with kids and and getting to know them. So that's been been awesome. Um, And I love what you said about it's what we've called innovation has really been adaptation. That's, yeah. uh, that's huge. I can't, we're going to come back to that. Cause that's like,
1: yeah, that's huge. Yeah. That's big time. That's good, man. I just thought like, I, you know, we talk quite a bit and I've been dude, I've been so, so thankful for your positive attitude through this whole time. Cause like, it's easy to just be like, well, this sucks. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'm just going to like hang out. Like really? I mean, and yeah. here's the thing nobody would have blamed you for that either. Mm. But what I've watched and I've seen, and it's really cool is that you've persevered and you've pushed, like you've pushed the envelope on a lot of things and said, we're going to do this no matter what it, like, what's going on. We're going to, we're going to get to know each other. We're going to, we're going to love each other. We're going to do all these things. And it's been really cool to see. So it's given me a lot of, uh, a lot of like joy to see that, but it's also like pushed me to be better too. So uh, thanks for doing that, Matt. You, you've done a great job on that bro.
0: Yeah, man. And one of the, one of the things that was really cool that we got to do was a virtual, it was kind of, kind of a hybrid virtual in-person summer retreat. Um, you know, we were going to go to big stuff camp, shout out to uh, Trey McKnight, uh, who does stuff with big stuff there, but uh, man, we, we were going to do that and everything it, it got canceled. So um, our, our thing was, we saw a bunch of other youth ministries, offering summer programming for something like 50 bucks a student and we we just came together as staff and we said well i don't know we feel comfortable charging our our students for a 100 percent virtual event like should we should we really should we really charge them so we did we did that virtual retreat we had 31 students sign up we gave away airpods we gave away Uh, a fitbit a a bluetooth speaker but we did a couple things in person too so our our videos were engaging Um, the students were were super engaged with what was going on Um, and i think a lot of that had to do with the fact that they just missed each other like digital communication cannot play cannot replace in-person connection Mm -hmm. like it it works it's very it's it's good to have that as a tool to use but it will never replace in-person connection. So they missed each other, and it was great—great to, great to be able to spend time together.
2: Yeah, definitely. And 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 I would call that an innovative way of of really bringing together a couple of realities and doing the best that you can. And how cool is it for this, your staff to come together too and to say we're going to make this free for students? That's a that's a move that just expresses wholeheartedly that your church is for the next generation, too. To be able to say, like, hey, we're going to go all in and make this decision and, and not charge kids for it. That's, yeah. I mean, that's really neat. That's awesome, man. That's so yeah. cool, bro. Yeah. So, Blake. Yeah, bro. Um, AZ. That's it. A-Z. AZ. Down in AZ. How's it going? How's ministry? How's life?
0: I'm going to guess good. it's hot uh, out in Arizona. <laughs> I'm going to guess it's, it's hot. hot. It's going to be one <laughs>
1: 15, 116, 118 over the next like week and a half or so. Look at the 10 day, it's uh it's called miserable. So that's why like our house, bro, is just you walk in, it feels like you're in a cave. You have to have to keep everything closed down. But it's uh and so that's kind of been kind of weird, right? So um we can't do much outside anyway in the summer. Um, But you can at least have a little bit of light in your house and things like this. But this year on top of the pandemic, on top of the murder Hornets, on top of the tiger King, on top of all the other crazy stuff going on, it has been the hottest summer on record in Arizona. Wow. So it's already stupid. Like it's already dumb. (laughs) Um, But then it's like five degrees hotter than normal every day. And so it's been kind of nuts. So I'll be kind of honest with you, man. This uh, At at the very beginning of the pandemic, I was like, dude, this is kind of sweet. We're going to stay at the house. We get to have all this family time. Um, I can work from home. We are in a place, though, at at, at my church, at the refinery. Dude, it is uh, amazing. We're super autonomous. So my boss just like, hey, if you just get your job done, um, get it done, brother. And uh, we trust you. If you need to stay at home, stay at home. Um, and so that's been kind of always there, but we've always, we've now started putting that into practice. Um, and it was really, really cool at first, you know, um, if if you're in ministry, um, and you're listening and you're full-time ministry, like you understand, like you don't get weekends, Mm -hmm. right? Like it has been kind of cool to have weekends again, right? Like as, like, especially as a dad for me, like, it's kind of neat that I get weekends with my kids. We do online services and things like that. And we do an online service for students. We'll get to that here in a minute, but it's been kind of cool. Well, we got to the point though, that that kind of started, all my priorities started kind of getting out of whack if we're not careful. And so uh, I went on a vacation for a week and uh, this was two weeks prior to us coming back and having camp. And so we were going to have a complete camp in house And then our governor, we were, like, open. We could meet up to 100 and something. Like, we had 75 middle schoolers, 75 high schoolers signed up. And then we are going to have them two weeks. And then one week before middle school camp pops off, they shut it down again. So we were opening back up. We were going to be able to meet in person. Like, we were meeting in person and everything. And then they say, you can't have over 50 people. And so we've been in this no over 50 people for two months again. And so we opened up and we had we had church. We had everything rocking and rolling for two weeks. And then the governor kind of came down and said, Burroughs, uh, you can't do this. And so we were like, well, this really stinks. So it was really kind of a trying time. Like, is this what like we need to be doing, like, what can we do? I love what you said. Uh, We're not really doing anything. We're not really innovating anything. So we kind of went to the drawing board and just said, listen, it's okay for me. So I love to write curriculum and I love to plan out my entire year myself with some of our team. And you know what I did this year for the first time in 10 years, check it out. I went with a curriculum service. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I've never been more excited about a school year kicking off. I've never been more excited about like month to month and like for the entire scope of this season ever until now. And I'm like, it is, it was, we, so we got canceled and I was supposed to come home a week earlier than my family. And you know what? I called my boss. I said, I'm going to just take two weeks if that's okay. I worked from home. I worked for my parents' house back in Oklahoma and uh we just kind of started doing a lot of research that week and man god was like just slow down and allow me to dictate and allow me to show you where to go and dude i'm just stoked about what's going to happen um it's been really difficult not going to lie to you yeah. but it's going to be really really cool uh to see what happens i think in the future so i'm pretty stoked about it that's awesome
2: even in you know i love how in the midst of it took it took it took, um, it took like a, a, a setback it took a like a disappointment it took a it took a something you weren't anticipating or something you didn't really want to have happen to yeah. have that moment of discovery of sort of recalibration of like okay god like i want like i want you to dictate my pace i want you to dictate where i'm going i want you to you you to lead yeah. me in that so that's just yeah. really that's just I'm, all, I'm always when i hear that this kind of stories like i'm always like am not amazed i guess amazed is the right word i felt like god works best in those times if yeah. we let him that's just a really cool
1: reminder of that. Um, yeah, and I think uh, if we're all honest, a lot of us have really pushed through this thing. And and what you were saying that is we have been grinding. Mm-hmm. And it, it's funny because that word grinding. Let me get back to that in a minute. But I think we've all really pushed through. Almost, I'm not saying on our own. Let's just uh, like I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like this has pushed us to either say we're going to do this on our own or we are rely on God. And those that are being that are continuing to have faith in this process and continuing to uh, listen to him are the ones that are being renewed in this process. And, and so that's what my challenge would be to our listeners for myself, uh, because it's I had to have that myself. OK, give up, let go and, and, and just give it to him, because that renewing of our minds and our hearts and our spirits will come if we give it to him. So that would be my big deal. The word grinding, can I say this real quick? Mm-hmm. I said this to a guy when I was contemplating quitting ministry altogether. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy is the the president of a very large uh, Christian organization that we all know. Uh, but so we sat down and we were actually at one of his camps. And I said, hey, dude, I've just been grinding. And he says, you know what that means to me is that it's not fun anymore. And you're doing it all on your own. Hmm. And I was like, wow. bro, that's huge, right? And so if it's a grind, if it's a daily grind, and I know what you were saying, Matt, like this is a grind. No, we're not, we're not even going to like sugarcoat it. I think we all have, grind, have grinded in the middle of this situation. But it's a hard thing right now if we're having to grind through it. Not, it's not just a, just a physical or just a, a mental or emotional deal. I think it's a hard deal. And that was me this summer, dude. It was a grind. And it was a heart thing for me, so I'm just glad God's like redeeming and loving and saying, you know what, I love you, and I've set you aside for something. And you know, Ephesians five one, being Im- imitators, don't just be players. Yeah, it's whatever.
2: <laughs> Ooh, that's a good that's a good word, Blake. That's a real good word about about grinding. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that with me for a little bit. And what a great what a great self inventory too to be like, you know. It, hey it, it, are you do you have this feeling? has it felt like a grind? if so, then check have you been trying to do it on your own yeah. Where's got been in the midst of that i mean what a great what a really good self inventory right there that's sweet so i I guess I'll go since um by the way, shout out to to graham we we miss you on this episode, and graham had a uh a, taylor
1: Taylor misses you
2: well i miss you graham i can't speak for i can't speak for the other the other guys
0: but i I miss him too um and since graham's not here since graham's not here i just have to say that he's really awful at top golf oh wow
1: what hold up hold up i really do miss graham And, and, and 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 here's the thing this is why he's gone is because of all the crap that's happening with COVID, he had to. Yep. He tried to upload his message for the weekend that he had to record because, like, that's mm-hmm. what we all do as televangelists now. We're all mm-hmm. <laughs> little Benny Hens running around. No, stop! That's, that's, <laughs> I'm just I'm not Sorry. a
0: televangelist. Hey. <laughs> little You're Benny a Hens evangelist. running around. I'm I was a what? Would you
1: that's call? Toast. I'm a computer, computer evangelist. evangelist. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, TikTok and evangelist. So that, He's hey, a TikTok evangelist. evangelist, bro. That's what I am. Um anyway. Sorry. But that's why <laughs> that's where he's at, right? That so he can't make it. Uh so we love you, Graham. We're sorry that your internet uh sucks. And maybe you should get a new provider. Okay. Whew. He's deep in editing right now, he told us. That's
2: he's what he said. The, he's in the thick of it right now. He is so in pray the pray thick for Graham. Pray for Graham. Um But yeah, for for us in Florida, um, you know, I'll go uh, let me let me go macro like big picture then I'll zoom in on us because Florida you know even the state of Florida with COVID has been this whole weird like we are like the 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 joke of the nation right now for lots of people um where our state um had had a surge it had it had been diminishing we had flattened the curve if you will or so we had thought and then after a couple phases of reopening there was huge spikes and so we are like in the Now back on the down, the downtrend as of, as of right now of recording this podcast, who knows if this come out, comes out a week or two later, if there's another
1: 600,000 more tomorrow.
2: Yes, exactly. Like who knows after I say that, but as of right now, we're, we're on the, we're on the downswing. Um, But that has really been, um, it's been a challenge for our ministry. Like everyone's been challenged. Um, So we, we went through March to June of really just. Um, really just trying to get creative and and adapt and innovate to to being online. So we were for a while doing live services from our youth room and then a stay-at-home order came. And so then we were recording everything at houses, weren't working in the office with one another. Everything was being uploaded to Dropbox and edited and sent out. Um, So so that was definitely trying, Um, you know, as engagement was lowering too for everyone, just because of fatigue that students have. Matt, you mentioned earlier Zoom fatigue. Um, it's, yeah, I, I say yes and amen that it's even like all tech fatigue. Like I think, you know, some student, a student shared with me the other day, they were like, I just can't watch another video. Like it's, it's just, it's just hit that point for, for, for some of our students, at least here. Um, you know, and, and Florida has the same problem as Arizona. It is extremely hot, extremely humid. So not, not all outside activities are suitable <laughs> right now. For, for the weather. And so it's been, um, it's definitely been challenging. Um, it's really, really been challenging. You know, I, um, one thing I struggle with personally and I always have in ministry, um, is I, I, my worth so many times, and I, I'm not the only one, I know that. So hopefully a listener or even someone else on this call will, will struggle with this. Um, but I, I, I let my worth become tethered to my ministry performance. Um, I let, you know, numbers and engagement and all of that dictate, um, my worth a lot of the time in my own head. And so as engagement started to go down, you know, it's nothing, you know, even though it's, 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 it's a problem that everyone's having, even though, you know, it's not like we're doing sinful things or terrible things in my mind. Um, you know, it it was just, it was just, you're worthless. You're, you know, you're not made for this. You're not cut out for this. You know, this is going to eat you alive. This is going to, all those, all those inner critic noises started happening for me. And so, um, you know, there was, a, there was a period of time for me, at least during this, where it was really tough of, of having to, to lean in, like Blake talked about, of really leaning into, what, what God, what do you want to say to me? Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to listen to these other voices in my head. I'm not going to listen to the inner critic right now. I want to listen to you, my creator. Um, you know, what, what is it that you want to say to me? Um, and, and those moments were so, um, so meaningful to me. Um, stuck at home, you know, not in the office. And even some days when I was in the office, sometimes I would just leave. I need to go get lunch by myself and just sit in the car and just, just sit in that truth of what God says about me, that my worth is not tied to how many views or how many likes or how many followers or what the engagement is. That's not where my worth from at all. And that in fact, God doesn't just work through the likes, the engagements, the shares, the comments. He works through the text messages that I've had with kids. He works through the FaceTimes and the phone calls that our leaders have had with them. He works through the emails that I've gotten from just students I don't even know. That a friend referred them to me, and they just need help. I mean, like, like it's been it's been story after story of that that doesn't have anything to do with a view or engagement that shows that God is still moving, He's still working, and so that's been a really um, a really uplifting thing for me. as we've just sort of gone back to the the importance of relationship, um, and we've really been emphasizing that as we've been trying to make it through this time of more than a student viewing our program. The most important thing is that they've been reached out to that they've been contacted that they've been checked on, they've been prayed for. Um, that's, that's been the most important thing. So, so that's really where, that's really where we've been. And we've, you know, we've done the, gaunt, like, like, like you both have of, of mixing things up and trying to, to do things differently. Um, one of the gifts of this time, and I won't get too deep into this cause we're going to move there next to talk about the future of ministry. But one of the gifts of this time is, is really it's, it's opened our mind in a few different ways. And one of those ways is that, you know, ministry, for, for a student to know Jesus, for a student to, student to know and grow in Jesus, it doesn't have to be so reliant on our Wednesday night program. And so we've tried to reflect that in, our, in what we've been posting on social media and the things we've been advertising. Of we've, you know, I, I truly believe that a student can know and grow in Jesus by listening to our worship playlist just as much as they can listening to me babble on for 15 minutes about a lesson. Um, so we've, we've just been trying to create other opportunities and other ways for students to be able to, to, to connect with God and and grow in him during this time. So that's been, um, that's been neat. It's pushed us a lot to, to get away from the, not necessarily move on from the 20 minute lesson. That's not it at all. Um, but, but it's been, it's forced us to really think creatively and go, okay, what are other ways that students can be impacted and reached for Jesus? So that's, that's been where we've at, um, we're at, um, we're actually, as of right now, I'll say this too, as of right now, um, we actually have the green light to reopen um, in person, or regather in person on September 2nd, that Wednesday. So we'll be doing that. Um, We're going to announce that next week to kids, and we're just super, we're super excited to get back in person, but also to begin exploring the future of ministry too, of, of what is this um, what does this new community look like? Um, so that's been us. That's it's awesome. been, it's been crazy, yeah, but it's
1: been, yeah. it's been good. It's been real good. That's so cool. Yeah. I love that, bro. That's yeah. so good. Thank you just for being honest. Cause I think that's where a lot of us are. I mean, you could just tell kind of through my story, that's where I was, right. It, mm-hmm. You know, is it worth sticking with all this crap that we're having to go through? Mm-hmm. And then I think, man, we've got it pretty good. Like ours is, right? Like ours is not, we're not teachers. Yep. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord we're not teachers. I mean, because like really, like my kids right now are all online school, Mm -hmm. elementary school, a second grader and a kindergartner doing online school. Mm -hmm. Like teachers have to be at school all day teaching via Google Classroom. And I'm like, man, how glad am I that I have the freedom and so I think, and we're not working for people. Yeah, and I think that's sure. a big thing that we have to always talk, come back to. I myself have to. And that's what I had to come back to this whole summer. I'm not working for people. Yeah. I'm working to get people to Jesus. That's and great. that's my main goal. So, man, that's so good. That's so good, Taylor. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And so I want us to, as we as we close out today i want us to do this cuz we can you know we can we can spend another hour talking about like all the stuff that covid has made us lose like like we really could and and here's the deal we would we would be valid in that and so would everyone else like we can all focus on the things that that this pandemic has caused us to lose out on in ministry in our home wherever like like and, and it'd be valid complaints and concerns but but i want to i want us to spend some time closing this out, taking a different approach. And I I want us to spend some time not, and hear me, this is not like diminishing the pandemic whatsoever. This is coming from a place rooted in the fact that we believe that God can redeem things that are meant for evil, that God can redeem things that cause suffering, that God can redeem things that are meant to harm. Um, And and I believe that's true with a pandemic as well, that, that God can redeem things even within this mess that we've been in and that we're still in. That God can redeem that even now, uh, and so I want us to, to take a moment and just ask this question: of What is something that this pandemic has made you change your mind about or discover about the future of youth ministry? Um, uh, shout out to Orange. Um, you know, we we love Orange. We talk about Orange a lot on here. Um, I, I thought they beautifully expressed during orange conference this year, the idea of talking about changing your mind um, and how we're in a season and in, in a time where changing your mind is, is okay. And it's, and it's in fact probably a good thing about some things that maybe we thought about ministry that now we don't think, or some things we didn't think that now we do think. Um, so I just want to, I just want to ask you guys um, and have this conversation for a little bit before we close it out. What's something that this pandemic has made you change your mind about or discover about the future of youth ministry. I don't know. Podfather, you want you want to take it first? Wow. TikTok, TikTok Evangel TikTok That was that was TikTok deep. Evangel- that that's was a TikTok Benny. So that's a TikTok question. You you can make it you make a TikTok about that, man. Come man, on, TikTok Benny. That is a deep Get question. Um, TikTok Benny. <laughs> I,
0: I don't know that this is okay. So I don't know this is something that necessarily that I've discovered, but it's what it's what God's been laying on my heart the last couple couple days. Um is He's been laying the word stability on my heart. Um in a world over the last five months where these students have had no stability, right? They they don't know specifically when I when I was thinking through this and, and I felt the Lord impress this word on my heart. Um I'm thinking about seniors at the end of last school year. Am I going to have a graduation? Am I going to be able to like the, the seniors that played sports? Am I going to be able to have sports the rest of the season? What, what, what is all this going to look like? They, they had no stability looking forward to this school year. Um, what is the school year going to look like? Are, are, am I going to have sports this school year? Like what, what is all of this going to look like? Um, and one of the things that, and I, and I sent this in our Youth Ministry United group text uh, yesterday, but Sam Grosso was on a um, a Youth Pastor Roundtable Zoom call. Um, those of you listening, you might be familiar with Chris Moore. If not, find out who he is. He's awesome. Um, there's this Youth Pastor Roundtable Facebook group, and, and they do this Youth Pastor call every Thursday, 10 a.m. Pacific, I believe, Uh, but Sam Grosso said, and he posed this question, are you leading from a position of, of clout or are you leading, uh, from a burden? Mm -hmm. And that really, yesterday that hit home to me. Mm -hmm. Um, when I'm thinking about this word stability, um, and I hear him say, are you leading for clout or are you leading from a burden? And then he says, when is the last time you cried for your students? Wow. And when I think to myself, right. So when I think to myself, okay, these students don't have any stability right now, which as a a student uh, growing up, stability was, I mean, in general, stability for all of us is a great thing to have, right? Mm -hmm. We we like to know what's coming next. Um, So even even when I'm considering the future of our, our youth ministry, our student ministry, like what, what is it going to look like? Frankly, I don't know right now. Um, we haven't been given a green light to meet in person uh, at our church. We, um, so, so I don't know, I don't know what that looks like. Um, but all I know is they need some stability and online right now is not providing that. Mm-hmm. It per- like it, it gives them something to, to do, to watch, but as I said earlier, digital communication can never replace an in-person connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and in-person connections are going to provide some stability for them. So I'm kind of in the process of figuring out what that looks like for our student ministry. Um, so so what does a a stable student ministry in light of the current circumstances look like? Uh, so I'm kind I've been kind of mulling over some thoughts on what that might look like. Um, House group possibly um, yeah. house groups in person uh, outside, socially distanced whatever i don't know what it looks like right now, um, so kind of in the process of figuring that out
2: that's awesome and, and and that quote when you texted that to us in our in our in our group chat uh, for some reason and that and I've thought about this a lot like during this time I, I, it brought me back to the prophets that we read about in. In scripture um because you know the the job of the prophets and they had they they did i don't want to i don't want to say this to like sound like this is the only thing they did but this to describe it in one way one of the things the prophets did was speak out into you know speak god's truth into the future of of what was unknown Mm -hmm. to speak hard truth and to really cry over the state of the people like to cry over what's going on um, you know the you know where the prophets would speak a lot of the time was out of this discontent of what what the people were doing and where the p- people's focus was, and so when you sent that, I like I, that's immediately who I pictured. I pictured all of these prophets that would weep over weep over the condition of people and weep over what was going on in the world and would cry yeah. out to, to 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 repent and to change change your ways and I mean to, and to do all those things. Um, and what a powerful powerful question. Of when was the last time you've cried over your students? Um, man, cause you just, you just lead in a different way when, when, when that's the focus instead of getting clout, right, um, right. like you just, you lead in a different way when that's the focus. Um, that's, that's amazing. And I love the idea of house groups too. I think that's, um, our church has talked even about that, about what that looks like. Um, and I think that's a, that's such a potential to empower, to empower the church to be able to, to, to meet in a way that reaches more people and allow other people to truly become pastors in those moments. So I think that's, I think that's awesome. I think that's great, man. Good stuff from the pod father. Um, Blake, what about you? What? Yeah. What have you changed your mind about? What have you discovered?
1: I mean, we kind of said it. I, uh, you know, me, I will jump the gun on every conversation, unfortunately. So sorry about that. But I would say like what I was saying, um, like, I don't have to do everything. Yeah. I don't have to do everything in ministry. And, um, and it kind of goes back to, right. Like my ideas are not always the best and I got to be okay with that. I got to be okay with uh, God leading in a different way than what I'm thinking we should go. Um, because when I think I know where we should go, it's definitely probably not the right direction. Um, and so, so this year it's been really focused on, um, connecting with parents, because if we really think about it, the parent, has been the almost nearly the sole provider of spiritual formation and growth for our students since we've been gone. Um, and it, and, and you know what? I love that. I love that. It's really good because that's how it should be. Um, but it's really sad because I feel like I haven't trained up our parents well enough sometimes to do that or given them the opportunity to, uh, to, to succeed. And so for me, um, that's going to be a big deal, right? Is to really focus on how do we equip and and, and love on our parents. Um, I had a really cool opportunity yesterday to go on, um, a local radio station and just talk about Jesus a little bit and talk about how we're going to equip parents and things like this. But one thing I said is I want, I want our ministry to be the supplementation for your students' spiritual lives. And I may have said that here before, I don't know. Um, but, it, and I kind of take it like this. I like to go to the gym. Um, I'm, I've gotten really tubby over this, uh, this quarantine. We literally gyms are still shut down in state of Arizona. Like you can't look at people here. It's um, called the COVID-19 so, for a reason. 100%. <laughs> I'm up at the COVID 38 though. I've doubled up. And so, <laughs> Hey, if you're going to do something, go, go full go more baby. Go big. That's right. Um, and so it's like, okay, so, so for me, I like to take a pre-workout. It helps me get mo stay motivated while I'm working out in the gym. But here's the thing about the pre-workout about that supplement. It doesn't get in my, it doesn't make me get in the car. It doesn't pick me up. It doesn't put my shoes on. It doesn't drive me to the gym. And it certainly doesn't make me check into the gym. Mm-hmm. What it does, it helps me when I need it the most, when I'm struggling. And that's what I want our ministry to be. I want our ministry to be that thought in the back of their minds when they're struggling. I want it to be that thing. Oh, yeah, I remember learning about that a year ago. I want it to be that thing that is a reminder of how to be better as a Christian yourself. We talk about love. We have to love our students the way Jesus loved us. And I'm talking about our, our that's one of our key, our, our core values. We need to, uh, we love, we need to lead. The only way we can lead is through a relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And we want to develop them into fully devoted followers of Christ. I think that's our, especially me getting my big old head out of the way and saying, (laughs) Hey, how can I help? Not how can I definitely do this for you? And so um, that two weeks in Oklahoma really transformed, for transformed a lot of my mind and how we can and should be doing ministry, and I'm so glad God just met me there um, and just said it's okay just to be just to weep, it's okay just to be sad. But now get on your airplane, go home, and do something. Yeah. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Um, we're sitting in an all staff meeting last week, and this will be it for me. A few weeks ago, and our, our pastor just kind of sat there and he goes. I'm tired of being a defensive coordinator playing defense sucks. Hmm. I want to be on the offense. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to innovate. We're going to be on the offense and we're going to take it to Satan. We're going to take it to him right now and we're going to wow. whoop his butt. And I was like, yeah, for a guy that played sports his whole life. I'm like, I'm ready to like headbutt somebody, you know, I'm like, yes. Yeah. I'm headbutt
0: like, but someone like Giannis.
1: Yeah. Almost, almost. Yeah almost took out our women's pastor, almost just like <laughs> chest bumped her. I was so excited, dude. Lindsay was looking at me like, you're an idiot. I was like, but, but, but I'll tell you, like, it made me, it motivated me. It was like, we can be on the offensive. We don't have to always react. We don't always have to stop it. What we can do is work around it and push through it. And so uh, I'm pretty stoked about it. I know um, we're using – uh, I know we love orange here. Yay. Orange, right? Uh, not good enough for me. No, I'm just joking. Um, oh, actually. Wow. No, no, no. Hub student. We're utilizing hub student from John McCallum. He was on here a few weeks ago Yeah, yeah. and then we're utilizing uh, grow ministry. And so grow um, has really good and good um, for, for mm-hmm. us and kind of helped with the parent and the, the leadership uh, side of it. So it's yeah. been great. So pretty stoked. And uh, by the way, I do love orange. I was joking. Forgive me. Um, I love you. I love orange.
0: we I'm just still envisioning finished. you headbutting your women's pastor. Is that what you just said? Almost. Lindsay, yeah. For She's chest said, bumping her or
1: whatever. Probably both. Yeah. I just wanted like I was so excited. God God <laughs> God, God caught you in that moment. <laughs> like, praise the Lord. <laughs> praise the Lord. praise his name because that i would have had an hr HR write-up and all this whole thing it would have been a whole Uh, bad situation i had but our women's pastor but yeah god um, got you yeah he got me oh well that's
2: awesome and and taylor you know thinking about well i real quick here you got me thinking like when we focus on the parent and and how what we can do to what we can do to help influence and resource and train and empower the parents to be the spiritual champion. I mean, that's where like, even when we like, if the three of us were to sit down and think about like, okay, so who have been like over our years of ministry, who have been the students that have really like, like, uh, like during the time that we've known them, their faith's really taken off. Um, And it's not exclusively this, but, but for me at least the vast majority, it involved parents who played an integral role in ownership of their kids.
1: Mm. spiritual
2: you know spiritual journey um and and really influence and do what they can to help lead and so i think that's a i mean that's a that's an amazing amazing goal to say hey during this time where you're more likely to be at home than you are like than you are to be at church which is that's you know that was true before but it's even more true now be able to say hey parents we want to reach you where you're at and empower you and and help you to be able to do this that's a that's an amazing goal um now i'm going to I'm going to steal everything that you do. So that's even that's even better. Please
1: do. Please do. <laughs> Please. All it's all on my website. Um Blake Gunter student ministry. Uh, dot blakegunterstudentministry.com. There you go. We'll I just it. made every bit of that up. I don't mm-hmm. have a website. I'm we're not cool pulling it. We're going to put it in the show notes
2: and then somebody hopefully will clean that URL before you do.
1: <laughs> and we'll just be the Dude, weirdest. I will i'm not never going to be good enough to have a website but that's okay. <laughs> why? because what Matt said, yep, we're not here to be famous, but we're here to make him famous. Thank you Matt. Yeah. Thank you. I can Absolutely. take a nap now take a nap now um, sweet so i'll I'll, sh- I'll share mine
2: I'll share mine quick so we can we can sign this off um,
0: uh,
2: well I, the thing that the thing that this has shown me so I'll start here the thing that this has shown me is that Church is not just limited to four walls, that we are the church. Like you, me, students, like, like, like we are the church. The church is not a building. The church is a people. And I know that's a classic cliche thing that like all of our, all our pastors have said, all of us have said. But what COVID did is it made us look square in the – like it made us look at ourselves in the mirror and go, do you really believe that? Do you, do you, really, do you really live that out? Um, how, how much are you willing to put behind that? Um, and I've just seen even in our own context where we've been forced to really go there. We've been forced to really put that as an emphasis it, it, the amazing ways that God meets people truly where they're at, because that is the church. It's not about the, the actual structure and being able to meet in the building and have the have the normal routine. It's about gathering together as people of God and being together and influencing others to let them know about Jesus. And so the one thing that, that this has really taught me and, and changed my mind on and really got me thinking about is how do we create a space or an environment for students to be able to know Jesus, know community, and grow to become fully devoted disciples, maybe without ever stepping foot in our building. Like, like, what, would, like what would that look like? What does that look like for a student to go, I just identify with your community and, and i and i and i'm seen and found there in a virtual small group and i'm that's my community those are my people even though i'm in a different city or a different state what what might it look like for that to happen um and and i agree matt like the in-person it, it can, it's so tough to replace that of that in-person interaction but one of the gifts that that i've just seen is that through technology a lot of it can be replaced not all of it because there is that element of like like being able to to give somebody a high five or a hug and like like that's huge that that's absolutely huge but I, I've often wondered what is it what what could it look like for our ministry to begin thinking in that way to begin putting equal amount of time and energy into in person and online not doing two separate things but it is all one big community and so that's just really that's really challenged me that's really um, made me rethink you know what what youth ministry could look like. Um, and, and it's, and it's what we've been saying. This is not for like, for our youth ministry to go viral and for us to have tons of followers. It's not that at all. It's, it's not for clout. It's because there are students. I know there are students that are never going to walk into any youth group building anywhere. It's, it's, it's not going to happen. They're never going to walk in the door. And so what if we went to where they're at on their phone, on their screens? Like, like what, what does it, what could that look like? To say, and, and to not go there in a way that guilts them or implies guilt, like, uh, like our staff was joking the other day about how we need to, we need to check ourselves and reword our announcement for, our, our, for streaming online. Because before we would say something cheery, like, hey, thank you so much for being here. We're so excited that you're here. Hey, and if you're sick or out of town, you can watch online, which is basically saying like, hey, unless you got a really good excuse, you're a loser if you're not here right now. <laughs> like that's what, like that's that's what that implies. That's one hundred percent what you're that the,
0: implies.
1: You're the worst.
2: Yeah, like like that's that's what's uh, behind that statement. And so, what would it look like to shift that and to say, yeah. "Hey, we're so excited that you're here in the building. And hey, if you're watching online, we're glad that you're here too. We see. We you. want. We like you
1: more than the people here. Then you can't get us sick. Here. Yeah,
2: you can't get us sick. You can't cough on me. You can't break a light. You can't but <laughs> that, that's so
0: good. That's so good though, Taylor, because it is. Our, our church made that shift too. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. as, as a whole, mm-hmm. uh, we, we now have an in-person campus and an online campus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, same, same can be said for student ministry. I'm sure going forward. Yeah. So yeah. That's huge. That, it is
1: so it, yep. it's so cool because we're doing the same thing. So we're taking and we're, we're, we're launching what we call refinery anywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be, it's going to be home churches. Awesome. And we we're going to have 20 home churches and they don't ever show up on campus unless it's an all church activity. And that's like the greatest thing ever. Yeah, So good. Yep. Yeah.
2: So good. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I truly, you know, and, and what I, what I keep telling people too, because I've told, you know, some of our, you know, our staff's on board and some of our key leaders and like, I've told them, I'm like, this is not, this is not an overnight thing. This is not a, this is not a, in a year we've got it thing. Like this is a indefinite future kind of vision, kind of goal. Um, because it's not going to be a quick turn and then everything's going to happen. It's going to be amazing. This is like, this is like a year's vision. So I'm just super excited really to see where, see where God takes us and where, where God leads us with that. Um, so any final words, gentlemen, before we sign off, before we, before we, call today any final words of encouragement pod father for the people
0: yes I do have one uh I don't know who this is for uh, but this is something I feel the Lords speaking to me as well uh, recently is you know the last six months have been at times for I'm sure a lot of youth pastors uh, a time where it feels like you're in a valley right uh, where it feels like there's no hope maybe no end in sight for those living in Florida or Arizona or wherever the hot spots are now, California. Um but listen, Psalm Psalm 23, 4. Uh, you all know it. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Mm-hmm. So even though though I walk through the valley, you, you don't walk around the valley, you don't walk in the valley and just stay there. You're walking through the valley and God is going to be right there with you in the midst of it. So just cling to that. Um if you're a youth pastor wondering When's the end of this coming? Just cling to the fact that God's right there next to you. He's right there with you walking through the valley. You'll make it through this. So um, it's no fun, I know, but, uh, but uh, just cling to that. That's
2: good. It's good. Thank you, Matt. That's good stuff. Blake, you got anything?
0: Any final words? Dude. Blake's always got something. Blake's got something. I know. I speak too much.
1: I would say this, man, Matt, that was, that was legit. That just made, that brought hope to me again and just, and and, and made me kind of reprioritize some things just in my mind. Right. Like, so that was so good, buddy. Thank you. Um, I would just say this, it's, it's just a season. It's just a season. And I think it's an amazing time to reprioritize. It's amazing, amazing season for reprioritization. And we have the chance right now to do something that the church has never seen. Mm-hmm. And so if we just get out of the way and utilize the gifts God has given us, mm-hmm. I think we have a chance to do something really, really cool. Yeah. Last thing is this. It goes along right with that. Don't be scared to fail.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because here's the thing. Every single one of us has failed eighteen hundred times in the past six months. Mm-hmm. Get up, do something that you think is gonna be amazing. If it's if it's blessed by the Lord, it's gonna really succeed and it's gonna be really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And if we glorify him through all of our victories and all of our failures, his name name's gonna be famous, and that's our and that's what we need to continue to do. Mm-hmm. So I absolutely love it, guys. Thank you so much for letting me be, be a part of this day. Sweet.
2: Well said, Blake. Well said, Podfather. Well, this is all of us signing off. We will be praying for you. Um, We know, as as, as Matt and Blake said, that this is just a season. um, And that even if you feel in the valley right now, God is with you. Um, and he is for you, and so we hope that brings you encouragement. Thanks for listening. We love you. We can't wait to hopefully connect with you soon. We got some. We got some fun guests coming up too. We're super excited about some fun recordings coming up. So we love you. Can't wait to see you. Have a good one, guys.